0: hello everybody and welcome to episode 21 of the fetch everyone podcast we're available on itunes and spotify and fetch everyone is a free website for rudders bikers swimmers and everyone else um if the sound is a bit weird this time it's because we're actually recording it on skype so i'm not actually in the same place as katie but before we find out whether katie is here or not um don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with all your comments questions and so on um katie are you here (laughs) i'm here you
1: didn't think about the paywall
0: oh yeah oh yeah that's right some websites put their best features behind the paywall oh my word that's not what we do, is it, Katie?
1: No, it's not.
0: No, it's all free. Um, but if you want to give us some money, that would be awesome, um, <laughs> because it costs money to run the website. That's that's fair enough, isn't it? You don't have to. But that you was can. a
2: weird
1: sound I just heard. It sounded like I don't know the thing that's come into my head. I don't know if I can say it. Whisper it. Like a fairy was being put down. <laughs>
0: What well, at the at the thought of, of websites putting their best stuff behind paywalls? Yes. Yeah. I think
1: that's what it was.
0: Yes. Every time that happens. <laughs> how many fairy how many more fairies before we sort this out? Send everybody to fetcheveryone.com. So you're about 90 miles away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet you're still here. This is I am well. It's majestical. (laughs) I I, I think the one thing we don't have is we can't just sort of prod each other in the ribs when we've got something to say.
1: Well, it's sort of looking at each other as well as if to say, "I'm about to say something. You shush now." We haven't because we can't see each other, can we?
0: No, no. (laughs) I was looking at you just now, and then I stopped because we thought the sound quality would be better. But um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so you're you're all right. You you didn't have a good night's sleep, but.
1: I didn't. I was. Um, I was a little bit um, discombobulated last night, and um, I thought I heard staff. And yeah, I'm looking forward to you being back this evening. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's just one of those things. Sometimes you you just your brain won't switch off, and my brain would not switch off last night. So
0: you've been busy this this weekend.
1: I have been busy. I, um, I'm really pleased I got my longest um, open water swim so far this year done and it all kind of happened in a in a kind of swimming around the lake thinking this is one of those swims where everything is just coming together, no aches, pains, everything feels good and also I realised that I'm giving blood this Thursday coming and I thought Oh, if I don't get this long swim done now then if I don't feel like it next weekend, then it's going to be another week on so it kind of all came together and I got round three laps of the smaller lake at box end and thought go on just just do one more and if you really hate it you can get out at the far end and and, and wander back but I didn't I got all the way around so four laps of the small lake just over two miles um, nice
3: one.
1: hour and something or other forget what now but um and uh, Nightjar was in the lake at the same time and had a similar experience, I think, where he had, had plans to do three and then just ended up going, oh, go on, I'll do another one.
0: Excellent. Uh, yeah, I think it, it helps a lot if the weather is nice when you get out and you can just sort of feel a bit of sunshine on you as well.
1: Yeah, the weather was quite dull while we were in. It was, it was fairly flat sky, and, um, but it was good conditions. The weather, the, sorry, the water was just nice temperatures, about 20 degrees now. Um, And it is always sort of weird, but it's nice knowing, even though you don't talk to anyone when you're in there, it's nice knowing that your your swimming pals are there. So Silver Shadow was also in and she was helping out a couple of um, quite new open water swimmers yesterday. So she was she was doing a a slow slow sort of tap with them. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Did you hear that?
0: Was that a noise again?
1: That was my kind of voice repeating just after I'd said something. Okay. (laughs) like i was time traveling
0: it sounded to me like a fairy being executed by someone using a website that puts things behind a paywall (laughs) (laughs) i hope it wasn't don't do it folks Um,
1: Um, anyway so silver shadow was there and and another friend of ours was there and uh it was and i always every time i finish a lap i'll stop and i'll have a little breather for 30 seconds and quite often i'll end up chatting to a harrier and i did that yesterday so it was all really nice and um we had a couple of in the sun afterwards and chatted about plans and because one of the
0: things I struggle with with swimming is the fact that you you can't sort of you know look around too much you and you can't really sort of have a chat with someone whilst you're doing it but it seems (laughs) like every time I've come to see you at the lake there's always at least three or four people that I know and I'm not really in the swimming gang um and so at least you get that Aspect of it. Um.
1: Yeah, definitely. And actually, the more relaxed I am now with swimming, uh, I can look around a bit. Even with front crawl, I'll be just checking out what the sky's like and just looking at the, the stuff underwater. And the water's really clear at the moment. So
4: yeah.
1: there's, there's lots to be kind of really happy about for me when I'm swimming. And I really, really enjoyed yesterday. Um, and then I did a little tiny run walk with, um, with my dog and um did just sort of like 30 to 40 or maybe even fifty-second little bursts of jogging um interspersed with whatever I felt like walking um and my foot doesn't seem to have reacted at all to that so yeah well, good day cool. good day yesterday so who knows I might be back on the old pro thing
0: before we, we I wanted to talk about your your Running return, but before we get on to that, um, Mm. the time before last, when you went swimming, you said there was an enormous pike like five foot two. I think you said it was,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah, he was as big as me,
0: yeah. Um, And then we we googled pike bites and saw various pike attacks. No, whose idea
1: was it to google the pike? Me.
0: (laughs) <laughs> me, it was me.
1: We shouldn't have done that because it was quite sad as well. Not about humans, but about tiny fluffy creatures. Yeah. Um yeah, I did see a big pike. There's lots of there seem to be a lot of fish in the in the other lake to the one that I swam in yesterday. So there's two lakes at Box End. One has got the it's got the wakeboarding stuff in it and all the jumps. And then the, the other lake is for the boat and the water skiers and um, the aqua park and things like that. And it's a bigger lake and it seems to just have more wildlife in it. I don't know if I'm right about that, but I see more, more fishies yeah. than the other one. Um, and the other thing that's, that's that you've written on here um, is about my bike adventure. Yeah, so on Friday evening, I had decided to try cycling to the lake, and because I'd like to use my car less, especially for that journey. And um, so I had my bike serviced last week and got it all ship shape. and I rode out to Box End Lake for the eight till nine evening swim session on Friday evening. And because I was cycling and I don't have any kind of panniers or anything like that yet, I went skin swimming in the lake so no wetsuit I did wear my neoprene booties which I hugely regretted because they flopped around on the ends of my legs um being very annoying I think usually my wetsuit kind of holds them on a bit better
3: okay um, it's not
0: that your feet haven't lost weight or anything
1: (laughs) not that I've noticed (laughs) Um, I
0: did wonder whether I was I was getting more tone in my my lower ankles at one point because I was getting more stones in my shoes but I think it's probably (laughs) because I wasn't tying them up enough yeah yeah. So,
1: so the bike adventure was really kind of lame in comparison to what a lot of cyclists do but for me it was a little bit nervy and I was uh, feeling quite brave um, as I cycled home afterwards thinking oh this is good this starts to feel like you can go places without having to do do cars um, yeah so you're using I'm... your
0: own power it's awesome
1: yeah, I'm doing something as well. So when when you're not running as much, you 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 can't help but feel like, oh I'm just not doing enough, which is silly really, because we all need a break from it now and again.
0: yeah.
1: But um cycling there made me feel like I was at least, you know, using my lungs and um it was good. I, I liked it. The path is really, really kind of crumbly and rutted and horrible in between a bridge that we've named Pigeon Bridge and um the nicer bit of the path out to Great Denham. Um and it's also where a lot of people kind of hang around on benches with um
0: drinking lager
1: alcoholic beverages. Yeah. Yeah. So um but no, it was good and it was successful and I was home by nine PM, well before dark. And I was a happy girl after I'd done that. It was much nicer than watching a whole load of rubbish telly on a Friday night.
0: Good. Awesome. Um so hopefully we'll do some more bike adventures. Over the summer, you up for that?
1: Yes, I am up for that. I, I'm still nervous about roads. Yeah, I'm up for it, definitely. Cool.
0: Okay, watch the space, Fetchy. So we'll try and do some little recordings of, of all of that stuff. What about me,
1: So Ian what about you? What have you been <laughs> up to? <laughs> it's
0: um, I, I've had a I've had a decent week. Only three runs because um, that's the only. Okay, three amazing runs all of which uh, were sort of with a purpose rather than just sort of going out and doing miles. So, uh, And it's all to do with Project Joker, which if you're interested, come and find that on the website if you don't know about it already. Um, So I did a long run, which ended up being about 8.4 miles. I did that one heading out to meet Katie at the lake. Um, That was nice. No gnats in the eyes this time. So that was a, a result. And what else? Then I did a um, interval session on Thursday and I've actually recorded that. So in between each of my five half mile efforts, I did a little recording. So we'll we'll play that in a little bit. Um, Basically, you can sort of chart my progress as I steadily get more and more ragged. Uh, And and spoiler alert, the last interval was was pretty rough, really. So um, but I did it and I was really pleased that I did it. And the pace was inside what I was aiming for um, so so it's all just uh aiming for a, a bit faster than my 5k pace um and that, and that went well in hindsight uh and then I did a tempo run on Friday morning so I was a bit worried that my legs were going to be a bit a bit tired after that but um yeah so it's all going really well I'm, I'm quite pleased. Excellent
1: well yeah. hopefully <clears throat> in a couple of weeks' time, when I've managed to get up from thirty seconds of jogging, um, I'll be able to join you back on the Project Joker. But um, it's really interesting to see how people are getting on with it, and um, the Project Joker thread is going really strong, isn't it, at the moment?
0: Yeah, I think so. There's um, the the Project Joker discussion. Is is a lot of it is to do with you know what pacing is right, uh, whether a certain session that you've done should count towards you know getting a a joker or or getting an ace or whatever um and uh, I think Fenland Runner said I did a 28 mile run does this count as my long run and I think the obvious answer is yeah of course it does (laughs) you've just done 28 miles yeah Uh, but there's in general there's a lot of support on the thread um and whether you follow the, the guideline sessions or whether you just sort of move them around to suit yourself um, the overall aim is for all of us to do some sort of structured training to help us improve our times and that's got to be a win so I'm, I'm really enjoying seeing how it's panned out
1: Yeah and I, I think that it it was like when, when we were starting and I said to you in this completely ridiculous way do I have to go and do an official 5k for my family? Line and you kind of basically laughed at me um because of course i didn't i just needed to do one and then put it in and yeah. who was to check anyway if um, it
0: hasn't been ratified by norris <laughs> mcguerter it doesn't count frankly.
1: <laughs> yeah so but it, but i under so i understand where those people are coming from because when you when you sign up for something official you kind of want to do it right don't you so yeah but absolutely it's fine and you could do like i'm doing playing all your jokers for three weeks or you could do playing all your aces for 3 weeks and then not and and fiddling around for 10 weeks and and at the end of it it is just out of interest what's happened to your training
0: yeah so when you get to the end it's really important to put in your your final test um yeah. and I'm collecting the starting time your finish time and the number of jokers and the number of aces that you played um and if I can get enough of those I'll publish the results Um, and we've got lots of people signed up to it i don't know how many people will carry on doing it but hopefully enough to that we'll get something interesting or or build up enough data over time that we'll get something that i can i can share and talking about building up some uh, exciting news we actually (laughs) beat our audience record we sort of look at the number it's
1: exciting (laughs) i know
0: i know we um we look at the number of listens that happen over the course of the first seven days of the podcast.
1: We call them ear views, don't we?
0: Ear views, yeah, because so many people have said, I haven't watched your podcast yet, that we started calling them views and then corrected that. So we we got one extra ear view above our record. So go fetchies.
1: Woo. Yeah. That to my mother, actually, because she told me that she, she listened to it today and she enjoyed listening to the pair of us.
0: All right. So we, normally what we do is we kind of write down a list of like who's going to mention, bring up what part of it. And we haven't done that this week because we're 90 miles apart and this is a bit sort of last minute thing. But so here are some comments from users. I'm just going to jump into some. Um, Maz said she's so far behind with listening that she doesn't really know where to start. So any advice? I
1: I would suggest, you know, not to miss that cliff hanging part at the end of episode 16 going into 17.
0: Yeah. When they finally found out who stole the Christmas money.
1: Yeah. No, just get on with it, girl. Just do it. (laughs) Just do it. There's no storyline here. We just turn up and talk nonsense or, or a bit of running. So, yeah, just just get on with it serious
0: we, we asked everybody last week for their favorite decimals happy g went with 26.2 obviously and si went with 1.61 being the conversion factor for miles and kilometers and i just wanted to point out that it's actually 1.609344 but oh, I'll, I'll let you off
1: it's okay Sai. i'm gonna if he was next to me i'd really wither him with a look but he's not so i'll just oh i don't know what i'll do
0: In 10K races and 5K races, I'm often sort of using that 1.6 or 5 eighths or 8 fifths as a way of sort of doing the maths when you're sort of trying to work out how you're doing in your race. And just that, doing that conversion is enough to sort of sometimes keep your brain occupied for another another half a mile or something. We also had lip gloss saying, and this is a a fairly common theme, um, she was going to do a recording, she tried, she didn't like the sound of her voice and she binned it Um, and me and Katie piled onto the thread and we were like no no really we we sat in a coffee shop with you and listened to the sound of your voice and you sound perfectly normal and and lovely lady and all that so get on with it.
1: Yeah it is a real shock hearing your voice for the first time and uh, I, I know exactly that feeling of what I sound like what um and i've just got so used to hearing it now i it, i now know what my voice sounds like and i'm i'm absolutely fine with it but i do know that feeling yeah but to to everyone else who hears your voice they're just going to be hearing what they always hear so that's the thing i'd say to you is just just don't worry about it i mean sometimes i sound so posh i can't bear myself <laughs> just
0: get your butler to bear yourself for you or something <laughs>
1: But there we go. That is just me, and I'm—I've I'm, accepted it. I'm okay with it. I so think. Do it. Do it. Do it.
0: There are different sort of echoes in your in your own skull that make your experience of your own voice sound a bit different. Is that right?
1: Speak for yourself. Having echoes in your skull.
0: <laughs> You've had them removed, or well, you're, you're <laughs> kind of sonically aligned somehow. Yeah. Awesome um minardi's ironing has been delayed she said she yeah. couldn't listen to the, the latest episode because her ironing was delayed and we want to know why um we delay our ironing quite a lot don't we
1: i did iron two of our pieces of clothing for going out last week with the uh, the tuesday swimmers so tuesday swimmers if any of you are listening you're yeah. honored i actually got the iron out to iron those bits of clothing we were wearing and that does not happen very often
0: and i got a heckle uh, whilst I was doing my long run, I, I ran past Winelegs and Binks' house. When I was about 50 yards past, I got this um, voice coming out from out of nowhere going, and I'll try to do the accent, but it sounds funny. And it went, go on, Ian, give it some willy, like that. Does that sound anything like her? It
1: doesn't really sound like her. It he no. sounds a bit Australian again, I think.
0: Yeah, I know. It's sort of, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oof. Well, it was nice of her to give you a shout.
0: I know. It really sort of gave me a little little grin and, and kept me going. So
1: so are you going to talk us through these intervals then?
0: OK, well, I won't talk you through them. I will let the Tuesday version of me, and I've left that version in the past now. So oh. that, that version of me is going to talk you through how I got on. So over to me.
4: Good morning Fetchies, it's your boy Fetcher and I'm out doing my intervals for week two of Project Joker. Uh, I've just done a mile warm-up and I'm just getting myself together before I head off. And today I'm doing five times eight hundred or five times half a mile because that's a bit easier on my watch. Um, So two out, two back, and then one further along past home. Um, And so what I'm aiming to do is to do a little recording after each one of my efforts and hopefully I'll remember to do that and you get to see just how out of breath I am at the end and just how badly I'm feeling so uh, here we go I'll get ready to get going and I'll catch you in about three minutes and 40 seconds bye so here I am immediately after the first one I went a little bit quicker and I did it in 325 I'm aiming for 340 And just for some numbers to make that make sense, my baseline 5K, as in what I'm capable of before I started, was 22 and a half minutes. If I did a 340, 800 meters, that would be equivalent to, I think, around about 22 minutes on the nose. Um, So I've ended up with 325, so that's probably more like PB sort of pace, 2115. So it's a bit quick. Um, But I've got a three minute recovery now and I'm hoping to time it so that at the end of this particular effort I don't end up having to run up a a bit of a slope because that would be disastrous for me. Uh, But fun for you I guess. Anyway so I've got another couple of minutes now so I'm trying to put everything into this session because the recoveries are quite substantial, three minutes, um, which is around about the same time I'm running for. So, at least this first one feels like I've got, at least, you know, I'm I'm jabbering on, so I've got enough energy to talk to you guys, but I'll concentrate on recovering now, and then I'll record back after interval number two. Okay, bye. So here I am, straight after interval number two, literally straight after. And obviously, it's taking a bit more effort to get my lungs Back to normal. Uh just gotta work out what the time was on that one. I finished it. I think it was 9.42 so nine minutes forty-two, so what's oh my gosh. See my brain is already starting to fry from the effort, so I started the second interval at 6.25 and finished it at 9.42. So that's 3 minutes 17, so I actually went a little bit quicker on that one which is a bit naughty um, but I guess I'm going to slow down because I think this is a bit much at this pace but hey it's a lovely sunny morning and I've got my flattest of flat shoes on so they're um, you can feel every stone in them and um, yeah I'm just going to get my recovery done now and then I'm going to head back in the other direction for interval number three so I'll see you in the funny pages folks so that's the third interval done folks and i already had a bit of time like about 20 seconds just to walk past a couple of muggles um, but that was hard but I think it was 3.21 again so I'm managing to hold on to the pace and i so there's a plane going over the top and it's quite a noisy kind of medium-paced plane. <sighs> My dear old thing. So just sort of a couple of tips um, to help you with your interval training. Um, and one of them is just before you're due to start the effort, um, you know, if you're starting from a line or something like that, just take, you know, 10 yards back so you can time it so that you start your interval from a trotting start rather than from a standing start because when your legs are getting tired it feels like a real jolt to get going from from stationary so just give yourself a you know bit of a rolling start and it should make things a little bit easier to begin with and secondly the other one is to think about your what I call your breathing gearbox and that is the number of times you hear your feet hitting the ground on every in-breath and on every out-breath. When I'm doing a nice, easy, paced run, I normally sort of... I'd say it's probably about four foot strikes for in and four foot strikes for out. Uh, And at the start of my intervals, I think I'm doing three and three, and then towards the end, when I'm really trying to stoke the uh, stoke the fire, then there's two in and two out. So have a listen to your own breathing gearbox. And um, when you're up the pace, see what it's telling you. And sometimes you can just try and change the way that you're breathing and it can help you feel more relaxed about everything, really. So um, that's my tip. All right, so I've got about 10 seconds. So bye oh blimey, that was hard work I think I got a 319 but, oh Jesus! Uh, pardon my French but, that was hard work felt a little bit sort of sicky towards the end um, but there you go it's always nice to know that there's only one left um, so I'm just trying to position myself now so that I can fit this next one in without having to do any sort of tricky bits of manoeuvres around gates and hills and things so I think I've got it right uh, yeah but that was hard work and I've got a gnat in my left eye, I'm not totally sure he's gone um, but I'm um, just trying to absorb his or her protein and get myself ready for the last one so see you in a bit oh my wow that one was super hard I felt like my my guts were gonna go not to put too fine a point on it at any moment so it was a real battle on all fronts I think I slowed down because pretty much had to a bit but at the same time I don't think I could have gone any faster because I'd just really got nothing left so um I don't know what the time was for that one even though i was just glad that it was done so I'll have a little look at that when I get back and I'll update this in my training log so I just also run past Katie who's walking the dogs because she's struggling with running at the moment so I'm going to go and see make sure that Stephen hasn't pulled her arm out of its socket when uh, when I flew past so signing off and see you back in the studio well
1: that was nice and yes my shoulder had been wrenched out of uh, position Uh, luckily it was my good shoulder um so now I'm quite even actually thanks to Stephen and he he was not happy at all to have been to have seen you and then you just run right past him and gone off into the distance and he was just what dad come back now and let me run with you or, or let me go um so I spent a long time getting him back into relaxed walking and I think I might have just about got him back into relaxed walking or not quite when you then caught back up with us took him over from me which was a big relief actually
0: yeah He's, I think he's training to do those kind of manips that you get at the osteo.
3: Mm. So yeah. Maybe,
0: yes. Or maybe he's just in training to be an idiot in which case yeah. he's overqualified. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was a, that was a tough old session. And, uh, but luckily I, I made it home in one piece, uh, with no embarrassing situations to report.
1: Guts intact. Yes. Well done. Well done for getting it done.
0: Right. Uh, on to our sort of highlights from the website. And um, I've forgotten the exact name of this thread, but if you've seen it, hopefully you'll know what it's called.
1: Do you want me to tell you what it's called? Yeah, go on then. It's called Inane Local Facebook Group Watch. Have you got Inane Local Facebook Group?
0: Yeah, that's a, that's perfect nomenclature That right there. I heard Walter White use that word in um, in one of the earlier episodes of Breaking Bad. And mm. It's difficult to find an opportunity to fit it into normal conversation so yes double wind um but this is a really funny thread um lots of people are sharing the sort of bizarre stuff that people post on their local inane facebook groups people asking for all sorts of stuff i won't quote anything you can create something if you want but because i haven't got it open in front of me but
1: i actually like the one that you put on there which was about a woman looking looking through windows and it was (laughs) something like i've had a lady looking through my windows does anyone know anything about her and it was, I mean, if that was... I pretended
0: just, not to exist.
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. it's really strange. My blogs, mine are re- related to each other. And um, I'm going to try and say all of this without having a sun cream moment, but I'm not going to guarantee it. In fact, I'm already welling up slightly now. Um, these two ladies are just wonderful. And I just, well, I think they're both amazing. Um, Silver Shadow is one of our very good friends and I'm immensely proud of her and
0: do you need me to come and punch <laughs> you in the kidneys to, to square you up
1: I'm trying to get through it anyway I'm immensely proud of her she's doing um I think called 5k your way which is part at parkrun and it's for people who are having to deal with cancer and its treatments and all the crap that comes with it and who are just you know they're turning up at parkrun and they're doing it and it's amazing and she's our local ambassador so go and read her blog, which was written in response to another amazing lady runner, Bean, who um, is also like just incredible, really. And, and and some of the themes of these blogs are about how your body looks after having cancer treatment. And, and it is not something that I've had to experience and go through. And I feel very lucky for that. Um, and I think it must be really tough to have, I mean, I've got scars on my body. I've got, I've got scars from surgery, um, which are really tiny and they don't really bother me, but sometimes I look at them and think, oh, I wish they weren't there. And I think we all have things that we feel unhappy about our bodies, but these guys are, are, you know, they're dealing with bigger stuff than that. And, um, I just very proud of them both. And Yeah amazing so go and have a look at their blogs because they're fab
0: yeah absolutely beanie's an absolute jedi and yeah it's one of the fetchies that we haven't met that would be really awesome to meet her yeah so we we'll have to try and sort that out
1: yeah and um, and yeah i can't say much more because honestly and i tried i even looked at their blogs and i was going to read out excerpts and i couldn't i couldn't do it without getting all emotional so um just think they're wonderful ladies Thank you for writing those blogs.
0: Yeah, inspirational, both of you. Cool. All right, do you, need, do you need a minute?
1: I'm punching myself in the kidneys right now just to get myself back on track.
0: Okay, <laughs> all right. I'll give you, you a hug a bit later. I'll talk. Right, okay. Um, well, let's go to our featured fetches, and um, we've got two this week, and the first one is Sarah Wu. And she's on holiday at the moment, so not at all jealous. The weather has been perfectly lovely and it hasn't been raining the entire time. Uh, She's somewhere lovely, so I'll let her describe her her holiday running. So uh, and we'll talk about that in a
2: minute. Hello, Fetches. This is Sarah Wu. I'm on holiday in Italy at the moment and we've managed to run every other day since we got here, which is more than I've ever run on holiday before. I think Mr Wu has got something to do with it because he's much better at getting out of bed and getting on with it. We're staying beside Lake Majori in a big old house with six friends. Running from the house is quite tricky because it's either running along the busy lakeside road which is a bit boring and um, not very relaxing because you have to keep an eye on the traffic all the time or running up very steep, narrow lanes. So we've taken to going for a little drive to go for a run. We've been to Verbania, where you can run along the prom for a while beside the lake And there's a nice stretch of road up beside the river. And then there are lots of twisty-turny, pretty little back streets that are cobbled um, to explore. So it's all quite interesting. There's a port too, so you can watch the ferries come and go, as well as admiring all the beautiful buildings around. We then found... Uh, another little resort called Palanza, just the other side of Abania, which seems quite posh. Lots of very um, upmarket hotels and restaurants and beautiful villas. The prom there goes on and on and on. So we went down and parked the car and ran an out and back. I did four miles. Mr Wu did 8K. He's got kilometres on his Garmin. Mine's set to miles. Um, It was absolutely beautiful because we were there about quarter to eight in the morning and the place was just waking up. There was still a mist over the lake and it was fantastic to run along in the relative cool, watching the world wake up and looking at all the beautiful buildings it amazes me here how every turn there's another picture postcard view and another half a dozen fabulous buildings so we're probably going to run again before we set off for home and then we've got three days of travelling so we might fit one in, a little run-in maybe first thing one morning um, when we're at a hotel before breakfast, but we'll see. All in all, I'm pretty chuffed with what we've achieved this holiday. Thanks for listening to me, Ramble. Bye.
0: Ah, Thanks, Sarah. It sounds like you're having a lovely time and um, it really sort of... It's is nice to think about going running on holiday. Um, if you look back sort of 15 years, I probably couldn't imagine taking any running kit or exercise kit beyond sort of a pair of baggy swimming shorts to uh, uh, to holiday. Um, but nowadays, it's one of the first things that goes into my case. Um, and we've had some some fun whilst uh, running on holiday. Um, I think one of the, the ones that sticks in my mind was... Um, We ended up going on a sort of fairly last minute holiday to Turkey. We were advised when we got there that if we wanted to go for a run, not to go outside the gates. You remember that?
1: I do remember that. Yeah. And we ran round and round and it was like ridiculous, wasn't it? It was about 800 metres, I think, the track around the the sort of enclosure. But we were in the middle of the Turkish countryside and it was quite barren. And yeah, I I imagine fairly dodgy outside the gates of the compound on. one of the really nice experiences i had once um was in um, venice actually because i went to venice with my mum and my sister we went there in the height of the summer and so if you went out walking around venice if anyone's ever been there in the height of the season it's just wall-to-wall tourists and it's all little tiny alleyways and bridges and all of that so and, and if you go and try and see the bridge of size you know at 11 o'clock in the morning There's about six people in front of you um, trying to also take pictures of it. But I would get up at 7 a.m., creep out of the room that I was sharing with my mum and my sister and go out and run around Venice at that time. And it was first of all, it was cool and it was completely empty. And I went and looked at the Bridge of (laughs) size with no one there. And and it was wonderful. And all of the other kind of places where it's usually wall to wall tourists was just completely clear
0: yeah um, it's it's nice doing that anyway just getting out at sort of 7 a.m yeah. before the rest of the muggles show up um, there were
1: actually quite a lot of runners in venice and there was a venice running club and i think there's a venice marathon and it there are yeah. the bridges all have steps so they're not bridges where you run up the slope and down slope, which i can imagine would be difficult anyway in the marathon but they're actually up steps and down steps each side so i can't Limey. imagine doing that yeah yeah
0: Yeah, that sounds rough yeah um and and we had another one where um it was what's the place called in Italy Levanto
1: yes Levanto is on the Cinque Terre
0: um but there were lots of these tunnels so it was great apart from the sort of GPS dropouts but we'd love to hear your your holiday adventures and the sort of different things that you've encountered whilst you've been running overseas And we're getting into that season now where I expect a lot of you are jetting off somewhere or Maybe if it's just, you know, a different part of the UK or or even to the bottom end of your garden. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Tell us about it. Um, And ITG, Icelandic Tri Girl, has also done us a piece. Um, She's returning to marathon running after two years uh, returning, rehabilitating from a slipped disc. So which put her out for six months. of of total rest as far as i understand it so she's on her way to a marathon that i'm not going to try and pronounce um but here she is to tell you how she she got on with that
3: Hello, this is ITG, otherwise known as Icelandic Try girl International Trouble-Waiting Grouch, Professor Pink or just plain old Rachel. I'm here at Mívatn, which is my favourite run ever, anywhere. Mívatn is a natural park in the north-east of Iceland. And today I'm going to run round the entire lake. So we drove up this morning and that lake looks very very big. I have done it once before. This is actually my fifth full marathon but in many ways it feels harder and more uh, nerve-wracking than when I ran the first. I ran my first back in 2013 after two years of training. This time I've run after two years since I slipped disc in my back that put me out for six months completely a lot of physiotherapy a lot of patience and uh, here I am so this is the big comeback all I have to do is finish it it's quite a big crowd a lot of visitors from abroad also taking part there's a half marathon there's a 10k and there's a 3k family fun run so it's a big event in this part of the country I'll let you know how I got on and I suppose five hours from now um, I know we all say we're not looking for a time really for me, if I can finish this it will really feel like I've made the comeback from that slip disc uh, and I'll tell you in a wee while if I did that or not at the same time, yeah, I suppose I do have an idea in mind my PB 357 from Edinburgh, I'll not be anywhere close to that today it's a lot hillier here It's a really nasty hill up the last 4 kilometres. Um, but I'm also not in the shape I was back then and I'm absolutely fine about that um, if I can come in under 415 I'll be pretty chuffed with myself and really if I can get round a whole marathon two years after slipping my disc, I'll be absolutely delighted. So here's a wee message just to those of you who are going through injury, come back is possible. It does take all that patience and all that it's physiotherapy and exercising and stretching, all the things that I'm in very short supply of. Um, but it is possible if you're stubborn enough. So I'll let you know in a wee while hug on. Bye bye! Hello Fetchies, this is ITG back. I made it. Um, apologies for not recording this right after the race. I was a bit tired and I didn't really quite have the energy. I went off for my hot bath and my soak in the mevat bath, which is right at the end of the finish line of the race. Um, so as you can hear, I made it all the way round in what for me was an expectation busting time of 4.01.39. That's actually my second best marathon time ever. And the other one was Edinburgh, which as you probably know is quite a flat fast and speedy wee track uh, I had my mum and dad visiting so they were there at the end to give me a wee cuddle and a wee cheer um, and that also explains why my accent has gone spectacularly Scottish I don't actually speak like this in real life but when my parents are around I revert to my old, uh, my old accent so there you go, two years ago I was told a lot of patience and a lot of rest would uh, get me back on my feet, patience and resting are two things I'm extraordinarily bad at but uh, unfortunately Unfortunately for me, stubbornness was sufficient to overcome it. it's always hard running a marathon There's no amount of training that makes it Not hard, it's always a challenge Huge, huge salute to those who run Ultras, I really don't know how anyone can run Any further at the end of that I was absolutely pooped um, A huge cheer for Yummy who was also Running this weekend, she ran a massive Hugely hilly Ultra um, And got a wee round and had a Great wee time and has performed superbly So what can I say about me and What can I say about running in Iceland Come along, if you are thinking of a trip to Iceland Excellent. Do consider coming at the end of me. Joining the Me Marathon celebration. There's a 3K, a 10 key, a half, and a marathon option, something for all the family. Maybe I'll see you there. Bye Vecchies. Oh,
1: thanks, ITG. Um, I'd also recommend you go and have a look at her blog because it's got some really, really stunning pictures in it. Um I'm going to attempt to pronounce marathon. Go on, it's, then. Uh, mm.
0: Oh so you you cut out there for a moment. So you have to... <laughs>
1: hmm. sorry i've lost you okay
0: i that's it
1: um but there's a really there's a really nice um there's a really nice blog that goes with that piece so i and the the pictures are stunning absolutely stunning makes me want to go there amazing go and have a look at that fetchies and um remember when you're injured you feel like it's the worst thing in the world and you're never going to do anything again and i speak to a lot of people i felt like it myself in the middle of an injury I'm never going to run again that's the end of it all and you can you can get back it's just patience patience and usually a lot of strengthening yeah
0: and stubbornness like ITG yeah. so that was that was really awesome I liked in in one of the pictures uh that she's posted um there's someone in the background just sort of like looking on in in shock with a, like a hand on the face like um like the scream picture kind of going what's happened oh, yeah. here? Yeah I'm I'm not sure but it's uh, we'd like to hear the backstory there if there is one so and that's probably about it for for this week for us so uh, so what are you doing this week Katie?
1: What am I doing this week Ian? Well Ian I am going to do um, Giving Blood on Thursday.
3: Yeah.
1: I thought I would get to the pool on Wednesday morning. I feel like I've really been just neglecting my drills and my pool work so I thought I'll go there Wednesday morning. I am. The other thing that's happening this week is I'm doing my first swim coaching for our couch to sprint try group. Um, that's tomorrow morning. So I'm coaching those guys from six till seven, which means I think I'm going to have to get up about quarter past five. But I was almost thinking, actually, if I'm at the pool at seven, why don't I just get in and do some swimming then? So I might take my swim kit then I'm giving blood and so it's all going to depend how I feel after that and I'm really sorry if you can hear the neighbours in the background but they've just come out into the garden and the door is open so apologies for that but yeah I'm just going to see how the running walking goes and maybe see if I can get a bit more continuous on the running.
0: Yeah yeah well uh, that's nice I mean if you're if you're not (coughs) ready to go at it full beans because of giving blood then it's going to make run walking feel like the better option I suppose anyway so yeah you can just plug away at building that up now and then come back I'm at be, it the following week
1: and i'm hoping to have a go at borrowing some pannier bags to see how i can fit my wetsuit in to those as well so that i can plan more swims using my bike i don't mean swimming using my bike i mean getting to swimming using my bike
0: <laughs> yeah i realize that that's the first thing they teach you at, at couch to <laughs> sprint try is is don't try and swim with your bike so i'm glad you you're nailed on with that yeah. um uh saturday what are you doing? Uh, is saturday the, the start of june yes oh, I got first that right? of june, yeah okay in which case then if anybody's anywhere nearby we're going to be at great den and, um mr and mrs jiggs are doing their 300th park run oh, so yeah, yeah. Um, if there any fetchies nearby you fancy joining us for a, a, a run and a bit of cake that'd be cool um me personally i'm hoping to get another three joker sessions in Thursday and Friday are out because of, like, half-term stuff again. Although if my boy goes to the park, then who knows? But, yeah, just hoping to to just keep plugging away.
2: And
1: also um, on the weekend, the 2nd, it's Bedford 10K. So if any of you are doing Bedford 10K, I'm going to be out and around the course supporting my friend Emma, who is – she has a massive – team of people running the 10k all wearing team garrett tops i will be wearing a team garrett top um this is in memory of her husband rich who sadly died just before christmas um and it's a, a fundraising effort this is just one part of it this 10k there's been loads of other things happening as well she's trying to raise i think it's fifty-one thousand pounds um so it's been a kind of um just a project of love and remembrance for rich so i shall be there out on the course supporting those guys they're running i'm supporting so if you're doing that and you see me in my team garrett with katie on it um give me a wave and i'll give you a shout
0: yeah i'll probably be there as well i'll probably have something fetch on or or i'll be the one standing next to katie um (laughs) and um yeah just give us a shout and we'll give you a big old heave back um and good luck with all that and wherever you're racing so um right let's let's get out of here katie Um, yeah uh, so send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. we'd love to hear your voice we don't care what you sound like Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave us your comments and so on ta-da